welcome to this week's edition of Dork Side of the Ring. It's the podcast where your nerdy obsession with professional wrestling is not only tolerated, it is celebrated. I am Matt Marbury. With me here at the table, Adam Tollefson. Daniel's dog. <laughs> yeah, Daniel's dog. The bulldog from Drake Daniels. The new ACW champion, Yeah, Drake Daniels. Wow. Gotta love it. It's a good day. Love to see it. It's a good era. Damn straight. Well, the show this week is once again brought to you by our friends over at Freak Toys. Uh, please go support them. Um, I just read some stuff today that due to a family illness, they're closed until further notice. Um, I don't exactly know what that's about, but um, we're pulling for those guys. They are great sponsors of the show. I believe you can still use dork code DORKSIDE to save 15% on their website. I don't know if the uh, if anything's been affected with that, um, but stay tuned. I'm sure they'll be back shortly. Yes. And as we sit down to the table for the 150th time, that's why mm. I thought it was time to spice things up with a new little intro song. Nice. And uh, as we sit down, it is February 15th, 2023, and... On this day in pro wrestling history... 1971, in Madison Square Garden, WWWF United States Champion Pedro Morales defeated Ivan Koloff to win the WWWF Championship... As a result, Morales had to vacate the United States title. Um, Morales would hold that belt for quite a long time. 1975, Ric Flair defeats Paul Jones for the NWA Mid-Atlantic television title in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. That ended Jones' second reign, and this was Flair's second ever pro wrestling championship. One of two of many. No shit. <laughs> 1980, Stan Hansen defeats Antonio Inoki for the NWF, National Wrestling Federation, heavyweight title in Tokyo, Japan, ending Inoki's second reign. 1986, Macho Man Randy Savage won his first championship in the WWF when he defeated Tito Santana for the Intercontinental title in Boston, Massachusetts. Uh, Santana would continue would continue to defend the title at live events until the match aired on primetime wrestling on February 24th. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Savage would hold that belt for 414 days before losing at WrestleMania three to steamboat. Nice. And then that record stood for a long time until honky tonk man, uh, beat that 1992. Carrie Von Eric was arrested in Richardson, Texas for attempting to falsify two drug prescriptions. Hmm. Uh, he was released on $6,000 bond. On that very same day, Jushin Thunder Liger won his fifth IWGP junior heavyweight title in Sapporo, Japan. The carry stuff is so sad. When you're getting to that point where you're like... Yeah. <clears throat> forging the script. Ste yeah, stealing a uh, <laughs> prescription pad or something. Right. Or you know, I don't know. When you're like one of the Beatles of Texas. Yeah, you're, yeah. you're having to... Stoop to this level. Hmm. And I think that was, what, 92? I think he ends his life in 93, maybe a year later. Okay. Um, oh, that was brutal, too. I read up on that a little bit. Uh, like a 44 to the heart. Oh, man. Chest in, shot. Huh? In his dad's house, in Fritz's house. Oh. Yeah, that's brutal, terrible. Brutal, right? Terrible. Yeah. 1999, WCW Monday Nitro was in Buffalo, New York. On the show, which ran opposed due to the Westminster Kennel Club dog show over there on the USA Network. They're winning that week. WCW President Ric Flair told United States Champion Bret Hart that he either had to defend the title that night or vacate the belt and, quote, go back to Canada. Bret Hart defended the championship against Rowdy Roddy Piper, and due to interference from comedian Will Sasso, Piper... <laughs> <laughs> thought he was a WWE guy. Piper got the roll up on Hart and became the new WCW United States champion. I did not know that. Me neither. I have no <laughs> recollection of Will Sasso in WCW. Uh, I remember him in WWE. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, yeah. good on him for being a wrestling fan and getting to play both sides. Totally. Uh, in 2000, in the year 2000, in Austin, Texas, WWF taped their Sunday Night Heat show. 
S.A. Rios defeated Gilberg to win the WWF light heavyweight title in just 46 seconds. <laughs> Gilberg had held the title for 448 days, however, rarely defended it. The match is also notable for the debut of Lita coming to the ring as the valet of S.A. Rios, who I think was Poppy Chulo or something like that when he first okay. debuted. Yes, that does sound familiar. Um, SmackDown was also taped with Kurt Angle defeating Val Venus for the European Championship. 2010, WWE announces on Raw that the first member of the 2010 Hall of Fame class will be none other than the million-dollar man, Ted DiBiase. He's going to go on to be the headliner of the event. However, word leaks out that they wanted, he was not the one they wanted, they wanted the ultimate warrior. Mm. Um, They couldn't work out a deal to headline the class. Could not be finalized. Also on that Raw, The Miz and Big Show defeated CM Punk and Gallows and Triple H and HBK in a tag team triple threat for the unified tag team champions. Mm, Wow, that's a lot of... Heavy hitters in that one. No shit, right? 2016 WWE superstar Daniel Bryan announced his retirement with a tweet. Uh, He elaborated later uh, that night on Raw when he said that after so many concussions, it gets to the point where you are told you can no longer wrestle. And this is where, uh, this is also the show because the whole, the whole roster comes out to, you know, clap at the end of the show. Mm Mm-hmm. This is where Titus O'Neil grabbed Vince McMahon. Oh, yeah. Vince McMahon <laughs> grabbed back. <laughs> In the form of a 90-day suspension. Yeah. And Get I guess he wanted him fired. I, he looked like it in that exchange. It's so <laughs> weird. It's one of the most weird things I've ever seen on TV. Yeah, it's, it is weird. Um, it's one of those things where it just didn't fit. Like, what happened? The result didn't justify... Yeah, there's no explanation. The ends didn't justify the, the means, means or whatever. Yes. Yeah, you know. yeah, that was funky. I don't still don't know what's going on. <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> 2020 at an impact taping in Las Vegas, Nevada, Tessa Blanchard successfully defended her impact world championship against Taya Valkyrie. Uh, this is thought to be the first time ever that two women contested a major promotions quote men's championship. That's interesting. Um, like one of those reels or, or something I was uh, scrolling through, and it was every TNA champion since the beginning. Yeah. And I just clicked on it, and I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot Tessa Blanchard beat uh, yeah. Sammy Callahan. Sammy, yeah. That. So that's, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Where's she been? Uh, I heard she's very hard to work with. Okay. I think it boils down well, to that. I think uh, I've heard the same about Mercedes Monet, too. But sure. Here we are. <laughs> I got nothing. It's all hearsay, folks. We don't know. We uh, we don't know. Birthdays. Let's go. Unfortunately, there's several birthdays. Only one still with us. Okay. And that is Paul White, the big show. Well, let me think about it. <laughs> I got to think he is. Gosh. I enjoyed that way the, too much. The, the, <laughs> the condition he has or whatever. God, it throws, throws me off. Aglomeglioma yeah. or aglomegaly. Let's, uh, let's go 50. 51. All right. Good okay. job, Adam. Okay. Very good job. Also, a uh, happy birthday to Fred Blassie, who died in 2003 at the age of 85. Jim the Anvil Neidhart, who left us in 2018 at the age of 63. And sensational Sherry Martell who passed in 07 at the age of 49. As always, we thank you for your contributions to this great sport of professional wrestling. It's now time for the Retro Raw Review. I didn't switch up that music because it's still timely, goddammit. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. All right. Well, this Retro Raw, it was taped today on February 8th, 1999 at the Sky Dome in Toronto, Canada. But like we said earlier, Raw in the United States was preempted by the Westminster Kennel Club Dog Show. Mm-hmm. So that actually aired on USA on Saturday as like a special Saturday Raw, gotcha. which turns out is the day before the St. Ma- Valentine's Day Massacre. So it's kind of a nice little go home for that. Yeah. Um, but the rest of the world did see this air live. They are in front of the largest crowd in Raw history. 
as over 42,000 fans packed Skydome. That's why there's so many. It looked like there's so many signs. Oh, there's so many people. God. There was so many signs. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, I already said this show aired a little bit later. Um, Stone Cold Steve Austin's out first. Oh, by the way, I did check in with Casey Corbin to see if he was at this Raw. He was not, he correct? Was not. Okay. He was not. He was not. But he said he you did always gotta go. ask. Yeah. <laughs> I ask him Canada stuff. He asks me Wisconsin stuff. Yeah, it's, it's great. a good trade-off. It's a very good trade-off. <laughs> um, he said, though, that he was at most of the... I think he said he moved to Toronto in 02 um, and was at most of the, the shows past that. So if we ever want to chat him up about it. Sweet. Um, let's see here. Stone Cold Steve Austin's out first. The people are going fucking nuts. I wrote down in my notes, it's the most signs I've ever seen in my life at a wrestling show. It is like every square inch of your screen is covered with signs. Most of them aren't that great, but there's quantity big time. (laughs) Austin says that tonight Vince McMahon has made a match between Stone Cold Steve Austin and Mankind ahead of the cage match on Sunday. Must want you know both those guys to so- get softened up. Austin guarantees that he's going to decimate Vince McMahon on his on his way to his title shot at WrestleMania. He also guarantees that in the cage at St. Valentine's Day Massacre, there will be blood. Gotta love that. Mm-hmm. Mankind is out next. He gets the crowd hyped for the match tonight. Both men respect one another, uh, but they're going to put on a show here tonight in front of forty two thousand people. Like that's crazy. That's nuts. Um, they're interrupted by the corporation. Vince McMahon says that Stone Cold Steve Austin has no chance in hell this Sunday in the cage. Was this the first No Chance in Hell theme music? They came out to it. They haven't been coming out to it. I, I'm not. I'm asking the question because I'm not 100% on that. It really stuck out to me this week. I wonder if. <clears throat> I don't. Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. We'll have to look that up. It, to me, I, I feel like they've been coming out to that. But maybe, maybe it could I'm just wrong. be just so used to it that I just think that, you know, it's possible. Um, Vince also guarantees that he will win. And that if any member of the corporation gets involved, he's going to be fired, fire every one of them. Yeah. So nobody, yeah, nobody will want to jump in if, uh, Everyone's job is on the line. Yeah. And Vince McMahon also says that he will be the guest referee in the match tonight between Austin and Mankind. Oh, yeah. Good old Vinny Mac with the uh, gun showing. <laughs> Those fucking the, things are huge. <laughs> put <laughs> on the ref shirt. Those aren't little missiles, my, Adam. No, they're Those not. Are big Those are big guns. <laughs> <laughs> match number one is D'Lo Brown with Mark Henry versus Jeff Jarrett with Deborah and Owen. D'Lo wants Mark to focus on winning the tag titles and not on Deborah. So D'Lo presents Mark with uh, Ivory. Yeah. First appearance, right? First appearance. Ivory immediately makes an impact by distracting Jeff Jarrett, which allows D'Lo to hit sky high. Picks up the win that way. Uh, Lisa Moretti, or Ivory here, got her start in the business on Glow. Okay. As Tina Ferrari. Nice. On the original Glow series. She would have a nice run in the WWF a little bit later with Right to Censor. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, she's she's kind of a mainstay. You know Ivory. Oh, you know Ivory. Her and Deborah get into it a bit after the match, Mm -hmm. which I enjoyed. Mm Mm-hmm. After that, we saw some peeping Tom footage of Val Venus and Ryan Shamrock in their hotel room. Which is in the arena. Yeah, there's like certain hotel rooms that actually, if you open your hotel curtain... Instead of overlooking whatever shit city you're in, peers into the arena. Yeah, sweet, sweet, right? <laughs> yeah. You're like, I slept here. Like, <laughs> but you are pretty far away. Like it's not a good seat. It's not, but you're paying it's very for convenient. Yeah, you're paying for the, <laughs> the comfortability. Of I imagine it. you don't have to buy a ticket to the show, too. Mm, and they yeah, probably not. It's, it's probably, included it's in your in, package. It's included. <laughs> Just be like, this match sucks, gonna take a nap. <laughs> Shut the curtain. <laughs> like, there's no bigger, like, diss if you're wrestling than you see that curtain shut. Oh, man, the blinds just went shut. We must be putting on a stinker. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Al Snow. Let's right. get going. Let's pick this up a little bit. <laughs> oh, that's great. Um, Ryan Shamrock and Val Venus are out next, actually. And before Val can answer the first question from Kevin Kelly, Ken Shamrock slides in the ring and starts pummeling Val. He has snapped big time here. He's suplexing referees. Taking out officials. He headbutted Earl Hebner. Yeah, what the hell? He put Jimmy Corderas in the ankle lock. 
They don't even want to officiate. No. After um, this attack. <laughs> they don't. We'll get, we'll get more of that later. Match two, Goldust versus Gilberg. Before the bout, an usher hands Goldust a blue rose and a blue box of chocolates. We can only assume that those came from the blue meanie. Blue Gold, dust. Blue dust. <laughs> Goldust delivers the curtain call and his music hits and blue dust appears on the Tron. He's cutting a promo completely covered in blue body paint. And that distraction allows Gilberg to roll up Goldberg or Goldberg gold dust for the win. After the match, the lights go out and we see blue dust attacking gold dust. When the lights come back up, Dustin covered in blue goo. He got, um, Blue bath. Blue bath. <laughs> it was a blue bath. Yeah. After that, Kevin Kelly's in the back with senior referee Earl Hebner. And Hebner says that due to Ken Shamrock's actions as of late, none of his officials will referee the match this Sunday. And if nobody steps up to volunteer that ma- uh, referee that match, Ken's going to have to forfeit his Intercontinental Championship to Val. Damn. Damn. I didn't know Earl had that much stroke. Apparently, well, back in them days. Yeah, that was his favorite. That was his payback. You, he did the screw job thing, and Vince, <laughs> he had like had one favor he could use at any point. You can cash this in at any time. <laughs> Shamrock beating up my coworkers. Should have saved it, it for enough. when you were selling bootleg That's t-shirts. Just, just thinking. It's like he blows it all when he starts selling the fake merch. Yeah. <laughs> Degeneration X are out next to cut a promo. They're all in action at St. Valentine's Day Massacre. Most prominently, Triple H and X-Pac versus China and Kane. Billy Gunn also volunteers to be the guest referee for that Ken Shamrock Valvinus match. So that gets paid off real quick. There we go. Match three is that scheduled match between Mankind and Stone Cold Steve Austin. And it is a non-title match. Uh, Mankind's heavyweight title not on the line. Vince is out first as the special guest referee. And holy shit, is he jacked. Yeah. He wants both these guys to obliterate one another ahead of the pay-per-view in six days. So uh, he gives some pre-match instructions. As the official in this match, let's get this together. Come on. I want some action. What a ref. Got it, Murray. This is no ordinary wrestling match. I don't want to see any handshakes. Right. Throw the rule book out the window. I <laughs> gouging perfectly legal. <laughs> the use of chairs, tables, and assorted other furniture <laughs> quite acceptable. Right up, right up mankind's alley. Kicks to the groin, <laughs> quite frankly, would be appreciated. <laughs> King, please. So therefore. Let's get this thing on, and I want you to show the world, both of you, exactly who I know you are, a bunch of Neanderthal animals. <laughs> now let's get it on. Yes! So now basically, basically what you're saying is you want somebody here to get their ass beat. Is that clear? I want somebody in this. I want somebody's ass kicked. Well, they continue with that promo, and Steve says that it's it won't be his or McMahon's ass that gets kicked. And Vince is just begging Steve to hit him. Come on, hit me, hit yeah. me, because he knows it'll avoid the the deal. There you go. He won't get his match. He'll be kicked out of the WWF, and Vince won't have to deal with his ass anymore. But instead, Mankind pulls out Sacco, plunges it into the gullet of Mister McMahon. All hell breaks loose with the corporation, uh, but one thing's for sure: Mr. McMahon's plan has completely backfired here. Like <laughs> foiled, <laughs> foiled again. <laughs> um, Austin and Mick handle business. Um, Vince is back. What do I have here, Austin? Oh, that match never happens. No, it just kind of gets. Yeah, Vince. Immediately, they go to break. Vince is back after the break. He says that Austin will be in action here tonight in a gauntlet match against the entire corporation. So now he's kind of grasping at straws to... They did it first, AEW. There's a lot of gauntlets going down in there, AEW. Yes, there is. <laughs> WWE has had a lot of gauntlets, too. Oh, well, yeah. Even recently and over the years, for sure. Oh, yeah. Match four is the Godfather versus Viscera with Midian. Big this, Daddy V. 
this thing lasts about 30 seconds before Midian, um, who was at the announce table with an eyeball in a jar. Mm-hmm. We don't know whose eyeball, but he, yeah. Yeah, he jumps in the ring and attacks the Godfather. Match five was X-Pac versus Kane. X-Pac got in very little offense, and uh, just when he started to get something going, China hopped in the ring. She hits X-Pac with a low blow. That caused a disqualification. China set up Pac for the pedigree. Oh, yeah. The nerve. Yeah, what a shot to, to the X triple H. Yeah, but Hunter makes the save. Kane and China powdered. Al Snow's out next. He issues an open challenge for the hardcore title. Nobody answers the call. He says that he's going to have a hardcore match. With himself. <laughs> uh, he beats himself with a cookie sheet. A He shoots himself in the face with a fire extinguisher. That was pretty gnarly. That was. And then he moonsaults <laughs> through a table. <laughs> yeah, he set up a table. Just showing off his skills. Yeah. Bob Holly comes out to save Al from himself. Remember, they're both in the job squad. Right. But Al wants none of it, man. He shoves Holly a couple times, and eventually Bob starts to fight Al. And is this the birth of Hardcore Holly? Because he's we're, not been called that. We're on the way. We definitely are. Um, something was going on in the crowd, too, during this match. Did you see, like, all of the crowd is looking left at some i think somebody was fighting or getting tossed out or oh, something. i missed that there was all the uh, there maybe they were watching somebody have sex in one of those suites that could left the curtains open <laughs> yeah, the curtain. well you ryan got and ryan and val were back up soon there. no as soon as al snow is having a stinker of a match against himself <laughs> they're like let's just knock this out they forgot to shut the curtains <laughs> different Man. different version of curtain jerking <laughs> Well done, Adam. Well done. Match six was Steve Blackman versus The Rock. The Rock is supposed to be hated, but in a match with someone with less personality than Lance Storm, he's getting all the cheers. True. And do you think Steve Blackman has ever been the answer to who's your favorite wrestler? Oof. <laughs> Don't think so. Maybe. No chance oh, in hell. Yeah, that's tough. Dana White in 1998. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, the Rock wins it easily with the corporate elbow. Match seven. Here we are. We're at the we're at the gauntlet. Stone Cold Steve Austin versus the entire corporation. Ken Shamrock's up first. Nope, that'd have been Dana's favorite. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. So the answer is no. And then Dan Severin. Yes. And then <laughs> he still would have been down there. Right. He would have been mid card for Dana. Even Butterbean would have been before him. True. <laughs> All those old UFC fighters. There is a huge, because this is the first time Vince McMahon's out at the ringside area. Well, I guess he was out there earlier. Um, but there was a huge You Screwed Brett chant going towards Vince. Did you oh. hear that? You Screwed Brett. I knew you there. You Screwed Brett. Okay. I, was, I heard the chanting. I didn't I didn't quite make it out, but that makes all the sense in the world. That's what it was. Um, Test interferes after Steve hits Ken with the stunner. So Ken's disqualified, but Test is in next, so you might as well get a jump on him. And that kind of was a theme of this thing. Which I thought was pretty smart. I did too. Crowd's getting rowdy. Some shit's being thrown in the ring. Yeah, they started tossing some garbage I don't like that. Kane was the third member of the corporation in, followed by China. They both got stunners. Bossman was fifth. He gets disqualified disqualified for using the nightstick that Vince tossed him. For the nightstock. After a hellacious beating, Vince McMahon enters the match last. And he is going to pin Stone Cold Steve Austin. Mm. Your winner. Yep. Yep. It's done. And the crowd's super pissed. The corporation holds Steve down in the corner as Vince celebrated with a beer before dumping it on Austin as more shit flew into the ring. Something hit McMahon in the face. It looked like it was a popcorn. You know, it's like a, it's basically a soda cup, but it's like a popcorn. Yes. Something like that. Yeah, they're pelting him. He got pelted. It was a good, uh, it's a good image to, you know, with him right in the face of Austin and stuff and dumping the beer on him. He just doing loves that. to Dude. be a piece of shit yes. in Canada, too, doesn't he? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the. Yeah, that is a theme, isn't it? It is a theme. <laughs> it 100% is a theme. The show goes dark with Vince yelling in the face of a beaten down rattlesnake. That's the image I'm talking about. Yeah, we're off to a St. Valentine's Day Massacre. 
Sign of the Times. Adam, do you remember any of them? Adam forgot his notes. I forgot my notes, You kids. did very good for forgetting your notes, though. I no, told you, you'd be fine. I don't remember any of the Sign of the Times. All right, then you just can, you know, crack wise on these. Let's do it. I skipped work to see mankind. All right. I saw a couple I skipped work to be here signs. <laughs> I like that. Um, I broke up with my girlfriend, Pamela, to go to Raw. Jesus. <laughs> There's too- a lot of decision making going on in Canada to attend this event. <laughs> there is. Uh, three words. Suck it, eh? <laughs> How Canada? Uh, How Canadian? Yeah. How Canada? Um, China has big tits. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's true. Sexual chutney. <laughs> I did have that. That was one of mine. That was on my list as well. It's chutney. It's like a sauce. It's like a fruit-based sauce, right? I, am, I got... <sighs> I think it's a sauce. Yeah, I think you're right. I, I um was thinking of... um. What do they feed sharks? Oh, chum. <laughs> I'm sexual chum. Chum in the water. <laughs> For some reason, that's what I thought. Sexual chum just sounds like a dick that's been mangled. <laughs> oh, man. Sexual uh, chum. Like you you somehow fed your dick into a paper shredder. Um, <laughs> also, it should be noted, tons of gay signs. So-and-so is gay. This guy is gay. Like, yeah. Like... Uh, so many i just couldn't believe it and that brings me like that was the 90s man. i know and that's one of the things that i just a quick point i'm not sticking out for people up for people that you know homophobic assholes totally not doing that right but this goes back to like i'm only bringing it up because it was relevant with the jay briscoe thing mm. it was just a different time to be like oh that's gay or whatever you know what i mean it's not it wasn't derogatory towards a specific group of people is my was what i'm saying i don't or it is, but it wasn't meant that way. Yeah, it's tough. Um, yeah, it, that was what people said. Yeah. You know, it's not. The sad part with the Jay I Briscoe said it too. thing. I didn't have Twitter. That's the sure. thing. Yeah. And and even after that was uh, with Jay and stuff, I mean, he, you know, apologized again and yeah. again. It was. I just wanted to point out that it was like, not to say it was right. There was just a lot of it going on at this time. There was. You know what I'm saying? There was. Next up, it's time to go into the dorkness. It's a news segment. It's the part of the show where we talk about what's coming your way in the world of wrestling figures and collectibles. We also discuss any items that have recently made their way into our personal collections. All right. If we haven't been canceled yet. <laughs> yeah. With your tangent <laughs> oh, about that. America. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Well, let me tell you something. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Forever Collectibles. Man, every week. Put out another pair of bobbleheads. These are not the big ones. These are both on the entrance base. Um, Goldberg and Cody Rhodes. I'm surprised it's taken them, you know, close to a full year to put a Cody out. Yeah, they probably wanted to wait for him to come back and win the Rumble. That's Possibly. when they'll sell the units. Well, you know what? I don't think they're going to have a hard time. Both of them only have a run of 144. Oh, I guess, yeah. You know what I mean? And the sure. price tag on them is 65 bucks. It seems like you're leaving money on the table, especially with some, like, those two guys, as much as I wouldn't want a Goldberg or a Cody bobblehead, frankly, but both those guys have to move a lot of merch, I would assume, so. Yeah, I would think so, too. Mm, I don't know. But 65 <clears throat> scoots is a lot for a bobblehead. True. That is true. You know, yeah. uh, Zombie Sailor Toys showed off the sculpted prototypes of the upcoming Road Warriors figures. Did you see those? Now, <clears throat> I was confused on this too. Okay, maybe you're going to answer my question. Go ahead. Are these the? Because didn't he release a thing like for like a a, a taller figure? What do you call it? The a larger scale one? No. No, so somebody else is making the Road Warriors in the, like, BCA, like the bone-crunching action oh, style. Okay. Yeah, I'm just getting mixed up with I other think people's it, there's drawings. Too ma- there's too many of them. Yeah. Um, but I think it's that guy that from the Asylum is the one that's doing those. Okay. Um, so they're going to be like the like the bone-cruncher here. Mm-hmm. But so Sailor doesn't have another type of... Um, he has, has a six-inch line coming out, but... That's th- what I'm thinking There's of. only been one... Um, one thing I think revealed, and maybe another tease. He teased the Brian Pillman, but I think he yes. announced one other thing. That's what I'm thinking. Um, but no, Road Warriors. So these are going to be Hasbro style Road Warriors, which 
Hasbro made the Road Warriors. Yeah. And these are going to be better, but at the same time, it's like, I'm not taking out my Ooh, Hasbros if, for these. Are the black pads, though? Ooh, they might be. <laughs> you know what? I bet they are, yeah. because they're not called Legion of Doom. They're called the Road Warriors. Right. Um, a couple cool things. Ron Rudat, uh, the guy that did the Hasbro drawings, he, again, always works with Zombie to come up with the design stuff. They are going to have, because Hawk and Animal didn't have the same shoulder pads, um, there were differences. I guess each is going to have its own sculpted shoulder pads, its own sculpted boots. Um, nice. n- make no mistake, these figures are going to fucking rule. Yeah. We've seen that time and time again. <laughs> we have. Yep. Um, I have a double J figure. Yes, you do. Never would have thought I'd say that. Right. I'm going to give a flat. Now, the last outlaw, on the other hand. All right. Now we're talking. Now we're talking. We need one of those. Yeah, we'll get there. We, we damn a, right. AW put one of those out. Oh, you're probably right, actually. Oh, okay. Ringside collectibles. They have a Valentine's Day sale going on right now. Um, nothing too crazy, but you can snag many AEW and Mattel elites for you know right around ten bucks, maybe a little more. It's not as crazy as the Black Friday and Cyber Monday stuff, right? Um, but, but still, a if you're discount's getting, a discount. Yeah, twelve fifty for a figure. It's basically half price. So yeah, man. go for it. Some reveals from the Jericho Cruise. Oh, I saw a little bit of it. Yeah, um, Jeremy Padauer of Jazzwares. He was on the boat, so that we saw AEW Unmatched Series Nine, which they already announced the lineup a few months back for this, but it's completely switched with people leaving the company or Mm. people needing to be moved up quicker or, you know, whatever it is. But series nine of unmatched is going to be the entire Blackpool combat club, John Moxley, Brian Danielson, Wheeler, Yuta, and Claudio. Nice. Um, And joining him will be Alex Reynolds. So I think that's probably going to complete the dark order. No Colt. Oh, no Colt. But we need a Colt. Damn it. Uh, is he in the Dark Order anymore? I well, don't he's know. not. I don't think he is. But yeah, um, they they make fun of it. I'm uh, being the elite sometimes, like because um Reynolds and um it's like Silver. Almost, is there a Dark Order? Oh well, yeah, yeah, Cause, there is. Because they're recruiting, yeah. and they're like, I know we need to find a guy who's tall, who's funny, <laughs> who I want I, like maybe goes by a couple different names or, or something like that. And you see Colt in the background. He's like holding up his like he's like. Counting off on his fingers, like yeah, all, I, I'm checking all the boxes. And they walk over and it's John Morrison's next to him. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty, pretty good. Um, also joining them will be Jamie Hader and Captain Insano. That's another figure I never thought. <laughs> no kidding. I suppose man. if you get the trademark, man, you yeah. gotta, yeah, gotta follow through and make some money on it. Also shown was Unrivaled fourteen, Swerve Strickland, Keith Lee, Ricky Starks. The acclaimed Billy Gunn and Tony Storm. Nice. And then they also showed uh, Pro Wrestling Tees showed off a micro brawler. Yeah, like a Chris Jericho Cruise exclusive where he's holding like a serpent or something. What is that? It's the cover of um, Five Alive, the fifth Jericho Cruise. Oh, really? Yep. And it looks that on the flyer, he's, you know, got lightning in one hand and he's like holding off a a sea serpent in the other. Now, is this going to be a cruise exclusive or? It did say that. It is. You're going to have to be on the cruise to get it. Well, for because they're already doing, you know, sign up now. And it said on there, if you're the early booking, you get, you know, the picture of Jericho. Um, a T-shirt, and then it's, it's a micro uh, Chris Jericho micro brawler. So, I'm, so it's going to be that. Yeah. I'm, well, I'm well, that doesn't mean they won't sell them. That's true too. And you know, a lot of these are, it, unless, you know, it, limited to two hundred, sure. and, and we still get those. So you put what? How many thousand people are on a cruise ship? You think? Good question. If they all get one, it's not going to be that rare. True. And there'll be a lot of people trying to move it. It might say, exclu- you know, it might say. First X amount or something like that. Yeah, know. or or it might say like you only offered on the. I, you know, I didn't read it a whole lot, but I just saw that that was one of the things offered. Whether they'll sell it online or not. Either way, I'm story. sure we'll get it. Yeah, if you want it. Um, that's all I have for uh, figure news. New arrivals. Oh yeah. Um, I got oh the regular uh, double J. Oh, and yeah. our boy Sambro sent me it. Nice. 
And yeah, that was cool. He, um, I think I text you like he, yeah, had, he had some kind words on the box. Kind words, threw in a couple extras. Love I got, that. I got a devil MJF pin and something. Oh, uh, devil. some orange Cassidy socks too. He threw Gotta in. love that. What a good guy. That's great. Um, I got, I finally got my Dan Housen. Where'd it go? Oh, my zombie sailor Dan Housen. Yeah. With the accessories? With the accessories. Oh, yeah. Now, I thought for sure I ordered two of these, and I only got one. Hmm. And then I, like, went back and looked at my order. Sure, shit, I only got one, apparently. Because I wanted to crack it open, but now I'm not sure if I'm going to crack it open. I still haven't really opened mine yet, either. You know, and they've gone... I've already seen them. You know, they started going for, like, 120. Mm-hmm. Now I see them going for about 80. Yeah. What do you got into it? 50? Yeah. After shipping? So it's like... Do I want to really make 30 bucks on this or do I want to open it up and check it out? Looks pretty cool. It does. I'm probably going to, I'm just waiting. I'm like a me to break down and get a detail shelf. Yeah. You know, then I'll open them all and then I can organize them. Yeah. You know, well, Hey man, if you ever want to go to Ikea or something, they have one in uh, Oak park right out of Milwaukee. That's what I heard. I'll go check it out with you. I also heard that people have had good luck with them having it delivered, but gosh, it seems like a lot of glass. glass. (laughs) It's more glass than a GCW death match. (laughs) (laughs) Um, the only other thing I got, yeah, I don't think. Another thing I got, I've just been jonesing, man. I told you the other day I've been jonesing. We had to stop at a couple targets and stuff, Mm -hmm. trying to find some AEW cards. So I finally just like hit up UpperDeck.com. You got it. I'm just just like, how many do I have to buy to to get free shipping? Turns out it's four. So Um, you got this after we went on Sunday? Yeah, I ordered them. I actually ordered them on Sunday. I think nice. And yeah, it was it was shipped out pretty fucking quick. Um, but yeah, so I got four blasters of AEW trading cards because I'm trying to collect all the Thunderosa stuff that's in them. Completest. Um, I don't know. So I don't really know. I'm going to have to find like a checklist or whatever. But I was like eBaying some stuff and, and you know, I'd get them for a buck, couple bucks for some of these. But I know there's parallels like the, like these pyro inserts where they're like kind of like glittery or whatever. Okay. Um, oh, yeah. I, I know that they have like some different colors and they got numbers and stuff like that. And I know she has autographs in these. Um, so I'm going to have to probably have to take some time and find out exactly, you know, how many cards you need. that entails. Right. Um. But I don't know. I just I really like ripping cards lately. We did find a blaster of that Chronicles, which I do like that set. But I didn't. I didn't get any hits in that one that we. Yeah. That we found. Yep. Um, so yeah, I'm excited to open those. I'll post whatever hits I get. Um, there's nothing guaranteed, even in those hobby boxes that people are paying like eighty bucks. So in these blasters, you get eight packs in a blaster. Okay. Um, in the hobby box, you get 16 packs mm. and in the first, so 2021 AEW, you were guaranteed, I think two hits per box. Okay. I, I don't think there's any guarantees in these or the hobby boxes. So bang for your buck wise, it's actually better to get these cause these were 25 a box. That's pretty standard. Right. Um, you're getting, you're getting way more cards, aren't you? Because uh, because a, a hobby box was like eighty bucks for sixteen packs. I've 20, yeah, I have, have thirty two packs here. Right? Yeah, that makes sense. That math checks out to me. But <laughs> who am I? IRS. This isn't time uh, time zone math like we did last week. <laughs> Don't get me started. That was the shits. We'll <laughs> we finally said, well, you know what? We're just gonna play it by ear, and when we get there, if if shit's going on, we'll get tickets for it when we get there. Yes. That's what we're going to do. Um, also wanted to send a quick shout out to Matt Dutra. He grabbed himself a dork side of the ring shirt on pro wrestling tees. Thanks, Actually Dutra. grabbed it last week and I forgot to mention him. So that's my bad fam. I might have to grab a couple too. Re up. Re up. Yeah. My, um, the original one, the, or the blue, the blue one started to get a little faded. Yeah. So we'll so, see. Re up. So re up. <laughs> What are you waiting for? (laughs) My paycheck, man. No shit. The Wrestling Stew is where we can discuss anything that has hit our wrestling radar since last week. Television, podcast, Twitter, all ingredients are welcome in the Wrestling Stew. I've never seen that fellow yet. 
When you got the thing properly applied that you couldn't uh, make his eyeballs bloodshot for maybe sometimes five or six weeks or so with the red beef. Oh, I wanted to say quick um, regarding these cards. Um, I know this is old news to a lot of people, but there's a lot of people that do these breaks, like box breaks and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they'll sell the spot. So this one I got into, <clears throat> these these guys were going to open up eight hobby boxes of AEW cards. Okay. And then they had a list of all the wrestlers that could be in the hobby box. Every guy started at $5. And then he bid. It was on eBay. Oh. And when the time ran out, they were they were breaking the next day or whatever. So how it works is, you know, you pay however much, you know, you you bid and you win that. Say say you're bidding on, I was bidding on Thunder Rosa. Um, I won the bid at like $14. So now they're going to open eight boxes of AEW cards and any Thunder Rosa card oh, comes you get, to me. That's kind of fun. Yeah. It's um, like a raffle. It know? kind of is. And like they were hitting like some crazy awesome Kenny Omega cards and like so if you're this this is perfect for if you're only collecting certain people. Right. Um and you don't give a rip about the rest of the cards. It's, it's kind of neat. So I I watched it. I know I got like an out of I got a numbered Thunder Rosa, but I don't remember what it was. Um but I don't know for fourteen or thirteen or fourteen bucks or whatever I paid for it. I mean, if if you were to hit an autograph or something, it's it's pretty cool. Sure, right? So I don't know. It's a good idea. Um, there was a Taz auto, and nobody bought the Taz spot. <laughs> Shocking! <laughs> uh, come on, so don't tell him that. All right, Adam. I watched this. I might have watched more wrestling this last week than I've ever watched since we started the show. Whoa! Um, we had a live show at ACW. Um, I watched the Deathmatch Jake recommendation. I, I watched too. Dynamite. I watched Rampage, Raw, SmackDown, NXT Vengeance Day, Holy NXT shit. TV last night. Whoa! And that's probably it. No, couldn't couldn't squeeze in some MLW, huh? Okay. <laughs> Where do I find it? YouTube still? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Is it on that app now? Pro Wrestling TV app or whatever? And what is now it? it's on... There's a channel called Reels. I think that's... Man, that shit's on Instagram. Yeah. I got <laughs> Wrestling's it. still Reels to me, damn it. <laughs> I stole that from Casey Corbin. <laughs> I sent him... Uh, uh, he commented that on one of my Reels nice. from GCW. Nice. Yeah, I, I watch it on the... Um, I think YouTube does come out first or there's like a pro wrestling TV channel. Yeah. So one of the, one of them comes up first. The other okay. one's like a week off. I don't know, dude. It's, I know. It's, and this is why I didn't watch it. Cause I, I don't really know. Yeah. I don't know. Anyways, they got the Oprah cup over there now. <laughs> it's the opera cup. Uh, or is it no, Oprah? Oprah Winfrey? Yeah. <laughs> because, um, one of the Boom Boom Maya guys uh, stole it oh, and renamed man. it the Oprah Cup. <laughs> I saw that. It was in a car. He had like in his car trunk or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm keeping up on this shit a little bit, I guess. What's um, Microman up to? I don't know. We got to see what's up with that dumpster match. <laughs> it's Mance Warner. Enzo. Oh, yeah. And a and surprise. Mm? <laughs> oh, sorry. I don't know if that's out yet. <laughs> okay. Matt's reading the dirt sheets. No, you told me. I know. You are the dirt sheet, pal. <laughs> the dirt sheet of this operation. What do you want to chat about first? East West Express versus uh, Los Masitos. Los Masizos. Mazi- Ma- How do you say it? Mazi- M- Masizos. Masizos. Uh, from GCW, take a picture on January 21st, 2023, right there in Conrad Thompson's backyard, Huntsville, Alabama. Yeah. That was a good, um, hell of a match. It was, was really fun. Yeah. It was um, fun. there was a spot where they did a Spanish fly yes. off the apron to the door. Table. Yeah. I said it was going to say a table, but mm-hmm. this is 2023. Right. Um, that was brutal. That was gnarly. Um, not to be outdone by the Canadian destroyer off the top rope through a door in the ring. Yeah. To finish the son of a bitch. Yeah. Um, but yeah, love Los Macizos. Love, bo- love I all like these both guys. Those teams, yeah, they're fun to watch. They really, I love. I I really like that GCW has those 
tag belts. For a while, they were playing hot potato. It seemed like, you know, a bussy would have them. Briscoes. Second you know. gear crew. Yeah, I like that somebody has, like, established themselves as, like, the dominant team in GCW. That's them. And that's them, and they do some cool-ass shit, and everything's pretty believable. Um, you know, they're they're bigger dudes, yeah, especially, you know, the one guy's shorter, but he's big. He's yeah, thick. He's a little wider. And then the other guy, um, Miedo Extremo, mm-hmm. is tall, and he's built like a fucking brick shit house too. So it's just like works. It totally works. The room they were in sucked. Like it looked like a multi-purpose room at a Holiday Inn. Yeah, it just looked <laughs> terrible. I thought. Yeah, you get that once in a while. I know, but you're used to seeing these. Some of these indies run in such cool rooms. Yeah, I even GCW a lot of times. Right, are in a cool room. Yes, it all depends. But that was fun. Um, we should probably just get. Uh, Deathmatch Jake's recommendation for this week out of the way. What do you say? Sure. All right. Let me find if he sent. Oh, he did send it. All right. Hey, guys. This is Pure Dad. Pure Dad. Thanks for tuning in to Dork Side of the Ring podcast with Matt Marbury and Adam Tellison. And this is your match recommendation for the day. Hello, wrestling fans. We're back with another match recommendation. And this week, we have quite the banger. As we're going to Prestige Wrestling's one of their most recent shows with Vendetta, as we're checking out Mal versus Kevin Blackwood. And man, this is quite the matchup. You can find that out on uh, IWTV Live for the best 10 bucks in the biz. Can't wait to see what Matt and Adam have to say about this match. Check me out at Twitter at, at PureDad, YouTube at, at PureDad. Let's go. Who was the first guy? Mal? Sounded like Mal. M-A-O? Maybe. Mao. Mao. What do we want? Mao. When do we want it? Mao. Mao. <laughs> uh. Uh, that was terrible. I know Kevin Blackwood. Yeah. So. I'm What's up with that arm, man? It's all black. Hmm. What was under there? What's up with that wood? Diddy Mao. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know what's under there. Um, what else do you want to chat about? You want to chat about the live show we saw? Yes. ACW Wisconsin at Tanner's Bar and Grill right there in Kimberly, Wisconsin. In the shadows of Lambeau Field. No, it's pretty close to it's Green close. Bay, though. Yeah. Um, yeah, big shift in the company took place. Drake Daniels is your new ACW heavyweight champion. You know I was jacked for that. Oh, yeah, stoked. Took it off of uh, Nick Gallucci. Yeah. Oshkosh's favorite son. Yeah. Um, Built for violence. Built for violence. Also built to lose to Drake Daniels. That's right. So that'll be interesting going into WrestleCon coming up in a couple months. What else do we have on the show? Oh, my God, we saw Brooke Tanner get killed uh almost she's really taking a beating lately i don't Good like it grief yeah uh what is it she was seconding jimmy ocean w- along with your boy roy and preston palmer in a triple threat mm-hmm. right um was it no was it miles mason i can't remember Ooh, might have been miles mason i think it was but man dude yeah, she's really getting in there, mixing it up. Not it was, by choice a lot of times. It was Miles, because he grabbed her. That's right. By, like, the hair. You son of a bitch, Miles. Yeah. You're not a, a nice guy, Miles. What a jerk. Um, Dude, a big cat, Chris Bogger, defeated Quinn Wittick to retain that Water City Championship. That was a fun match. Heck, yeah. If you guys hear a... Uh, that's a bird upstairs. Coco Beware's bird. Somebody, somebody come... <laughs> what was that bird's name? Coco Beware's bird? Yeah, that had a name, didn't it? Ooh, Frankie. Frankie. Yeah. There we go. Good job. Yes. I would have not have got it until you said that. I think my wife corralled Frankie. <laughs> His name's Miko, actually, but uh, Frank, pulling for Frankie if we ever get a pair, that's for sure. <laughs> uh, what else? World Class Pain. They defeated the newly formed team of Randy Fitzsimmons and Ethan Matthews. And those guys got beat up, thrown right on our laps. A.K.A. Scumdog Millionaires. That's right, Scumdog Millionaires. I need the shirt. Oh, they have a shirt? I told them to get on it. All right. I need the (laughs) shirt, too. Uh, Then, inside the first cage match in ACW Wisconsin history. It's a legit cage match. Salem Crane defeated Adam Grace in a very violent encounter. There's tax. 
Mark Bitters, referee, got taken he out. Got punched in the face. Oh, uh, that was a, it. Was fun. That was a. It's a good Sunday. Yeah, I mean, and as far as independent wrestling goes, you know, if you've been to a show that has a cage, it takes them a while to set the cage up. This wasn't too terribly long. What would you say, forty-five minutes? Yep, something like that. That's not bad, considering you're going to have an intermission that's you know about thirty minutes anyways, right. 25, 20, 30 20 minutes. minutes. Yeah. 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 Wasn't bad, and uh, those guys brought it, man. And what a better place to be at for an intermission, you know? Like, they, oh yeah, Tanner's is a great place. Oh, is Brooks' parents maybe the proprietors of that joint? Brooke Ooh. Tanner. <laughs> Hope she at least has a stake in it. <laughs> yeah, no, it at least gets fifteen percent off of um, steaks. You know, Brits, yeah, <laughs> brisket shooters or whatever. What did I have? I had a. Uh, what did I have? I have really good chicken. Oh, I got the chicken strips with uh, loaded fries. It was really fucking good. Really good. Adam, you had like this brisket jalapeno popper things that were really yes, good too. Yes, they were fantastic. Oh, we were on time, man. So yeah, the next show is going to be on March 3rd. We're going to miss it because we're going to be, we'll be landing in San Francisco about the time that the doors open for that show, which is unfortunate, but. I like the poster. It has Daniels all over it. You know he's going <laughs> to. Rain terror. You know it. Um, but yeah, hell of a show. Hell of a show. That was way fun. Can't, you know, and those Tanner shows, you know, they're usually in the afternoon on a Sunday. Like you said, can't, can't think of a better way to spend a Sunday. For sure. Um, what else? Oh, so dynamite. Let's just start running down some AEW and some WWE before we get out of here. Yeah. Uh, was it the Timothy Thatcher versus Brian Danielson? Loved it. It's good. Um, I also loved Mox versus Hangman. Oh my god. That feud seems far from over. Yeah, I agree. I loved the finish. How uh Hangman goes for that bulldog choke, Moxley's signature move. Yeah. And Mox just kinda like rolls him up, gets the quick three count and Yeah, I was surprised. You know, didn't really beat him. No, kinda but it's like got gotcha. Over on him. Gotcha. Yeah. And uh that thing seems far from over. Uh Takeshita versus Brian Cage was really good. Yeah, Takeshita finally get a win. Yeah, and Brian Cage has been looking better and better. Also former TNA champion. Brian Cage? Yeah. Who better? Who better than Cage? Samoa Joe versus Darby Allen for the TNT title. Just throwing people onto stairs in the aisles. Yeah, and then, so Darby's wearing like a thumbtack sweatshirt sweatshirt that apparently you can wear through TSA. <laughs> I heard. He's like, got it through. <laughs> um... He had a hell of a time trying to get that thing on for the coffin drop. He had <laughs> eventually just said F it. F it and I, I'm glad it. he did. Me too. Because if that didn't take long enough, um, him ripping the canvas and cutting the canvas off the oh ring my took God. so long. I would argue that putting up the cage at ACW <laughs> <laughs> was fast. You know? Uh, it's in there. It's more in entertaining, there. that's for sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, the, dude, he sat there and cut all those, you know. It was every loop. Every loop. Cut it all off. And they must not trust him with a sharp box cutter or something because <laughs> it seemed yeah. like he was had to really go at it. But then, so he does all the work, you know. They he gave him the kid box cutter, cutter like the kid <laughs> yes, scissors. Yes. Like it cuts, but. The one where the commercial, like, <laughs> will cut the wood, but it won't cut your finger. Yeah. <laughs> um, so he exposes the boards, you know, he rips up the padding, he rips up the canvas. Um, only to get muscle bustered on right shoe. Into it. <laughs> Said Wood, yeah. Oof. And Samoa Joe is your new TNT champion. For Warlord wasn't happy about that though. No, War Dog came back. Um, I did read that old Ward Low was good on the Jericho cruise. Like people, like who is your favorite? Like who interacted the most? Oh, nice. So some of the highlights I heard were. The acclaimed Wardlow, um, Swaggle bitch slapping Brad Williams. Oh, they, they ended up getting into it. Did they? Yep. Um, Brad uh, gave Swaggle a stunner. God damn it! Um, but uh, I heard like from like it was all over the board for who was cool. But guess who, who do you think? Like, there's a majority that said one person was kind of a dick. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I'll One give you a hint. Was kind of a dick. AEW younger talent. Ricky Starks. Boom. Was he? Yeah. 
Like I, mean, I was like through every, a lot of people fucking said that. Wow, like, oh, that's pretty shit. bold, Ricky. You're supposed to be like baby face. Yeah. Mm, maybe he doesn't do well in the seas. I don't know. Hmm, I can't believe I nailed it, to be honest. I totally you. nailed it. You just hate his you just hate his song. Yeah. So it just went. <laughs> Tonight should be pretty good. We got uh, the elite versus. Oh, it's like a is it top like championship something or other? All the belts on the line or something? Or it's not a battle of the belts, but it's called something like that. Eliminator matches, like championship something? something or other. I think so. It's it's that versus top flight and Air Fox. That'll Ooh, be, that'd be good. good. Um, yeah, there there is a bunch, but I think some of them are just eliminator matches. Would that mean you win your you get a shot? I think it means like yeah, if you win, you get the. You jump the line, basically. Oh, okay. Gotcha. You know I mean? Gotcha. That'll be fun. Yeah. Rampage was... Oh, Roosh and... Didn't see it. Roosh and Daniels. That's tonight. What? Yep. I thought Roosh... I thought Christopher Daniels wrestled Roosh on Rampage. That's fine. I'm talking about Brian Danielson. Okay. Did I say Christopher Daniels? I said Daniels. Oh, gotcha. I said Daniels... Uh, I could see how that could be misconstrued. MJF came in with the briefcase of money. Yeah. And his Spanish is mid. You yeah, know? it's mid <laughs> at best. I love I loved it. that. Was, <laughs> so great. That was almost going to be, that was in my contention uh, of opening lines. Also, I, what I was going to go with was the Paul Heyman and Cody Rhodes promo. Yeah, but there was a lot. You didn't have your notes. All it was was a stupid <laughs> ending. Oh. With, um, you know, in my last conversation with your father, he said that, you yeah. were his favorite son. But that but Roman, Roman was a son he never he had. Wished he had. Sir. Drop. Mike drop. Mike drop. What else was on Rampage? Oh, the Elite defeated the Firm. <laughs> Swerve Strickland defeated Brian Pillman Jr. Um, I'm pretty sure they put him on TV just because they were in Ohio. Yeah, I'm mm, sure. You know. Yeah. Um, Soraya and Tony Storm versus the Renegade Sisters. Who oh, the to twins, be, right? Yeah, they seem to be who you put out there anytime you need a tag team of, of ladies to job out to the stars. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, Roosh defeated Christopher Daniels in the main event. I didn't. I watched everything but that. I just didn't get around to it. Uh, Raw, the in-ring segment with Cody and Paul Heyman, speaking of, was... Fantastic. Oh, so good. Oh, man, Paul Paul, Paul will get you. I love it, and, and you just don't know. You don't know what is real and yeah. what's not. I was like, God, oh, did he really get him? I'm like, probably not. Paul's that damn good. Remember when Cody was bringing up his, you know, his interactions when he went to ECW, when Dusty did? Yeah, the hundred, like, we're only down to $100 in the checking account and stuff. <laughs> yeah. That's real. Yeah, well, the, It got the part, backed up by somebody. The part where he says, like... You wanted to have him come in. You said you'd pay him. I was waiting for him, but you never did, yeah. did you, Paul? But he's like, and you paid him, you know, like you promised. Yeah. And whatever. I, I, the whole thing was fucking good. It was so good. Yeah, and you don't know what's, that's the fun, that's the best part in wrestling is when you don't know. You know it is. When the, line get, when the lines get blurred. I tell you, that's, it's kind of why we're all here. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah. Totally. Um, I like that they gave... Becky and Bailey, the main event in the cage after kind of fucking them over two weeks ago. Okay, I have a question. Do yeah. you think Lita was supposed to be on the 30th anniversary or are they going to bring her in going into Mania? Um, Both. Yeah. I, I think both. I think she, here's, here's what I was almost wondering. Was Lita somehow tied up with traffic issues or flight problems or something? Couldn't make 30, Raw 30, Oh, and and that's why they the did the whole case. Yeah, how, and that's why they put it off. That could be too. Could be too. But yeah. I do think, um, I think Lita doesn't come down to insert herself into this angle for just for that. I think there is, even if it's not until Mania, I think there we'll we'll see her a few more times. Okay, I do. Which I'm not complaining. No. I love Lita. Yeah. Um, but I love that they. You know that that cage match was really freaking good too. It was. Um, whatever. Um, Lita. Yeah, that was a surprise. Though. I did not see that coming. Baron Corbin lost to Dexter Loomis and then gets dumped by JBL. You're a clown. <laughs> he's like, there's no we. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you just lost. Uh, yeah. He's like, you're a clown. <laughs> I hope he's just done done now. I don't, I don't know what's going they on. They never give up on him. They don't. Uh, Carmella won a fatal four-way to get into the women's chamber match. 
Yeah, and, I was kind of hoping somebody else would win, but yeah, uh, I love Chelsea Green stuff. I love yes. her. Her, oh, it's I, great. I'm gonna need to talk to your boss. Yeah, like, <laughs> that's that shit's so good. great. I liked the Judgment Day, um, Edge and Beth Phoenix stuff too. I did too. <laughs> Dom, if mommy were here, you wouldn't be saying that shit. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's so good. Oh my god, it's so good. Oh, we yeah. Um, so SmackDown last week, we you and I joked about uh the the car race that uh, Dominance yes we talked father had yeah we talked about it in the car <laughs> yeah. wait was that on this last no it, it was wasn't. the week before week it was before. on the ride up to ACW That's right. <laughs> yeah I that was they're doing a promotion for like the Bush at NASCAR series or something yeah NASCAR is gonna be at the LA Coliseum which seems like a very small place like don't get me wrong it's a big place but to actually run a an auto race seems pretty small. So they had um, Dom with a race car driver. And I don't know Ray. who he was with. Ray was with uh, Daryl Waltrip. Or, oh, okay. Yeah. And I love how like the, their, their drivers are like, kind of like they are like that. Fuck that old guy. That, that old guy doesn't know how to race for shit or whatever. And then Michael Waltrip's like, you should have spanked that boy more. <laughs> but it was funny. There's, you're trying, it was bad, though, too. Yeah. Where's the NAS button on this thing? There's no turbo in this? <laughs> yeah, it was awful. It was awful. Well, I was saying, like, after, especially they built up the holiday, like, yeah. you know, Rhea and him showing up ruining freaking holidays and getting arrested in the front lawn and your Grammy and grandpapa are watching. Now we're just going to hop in a, a race car and we'll do, we'll duel it out. Well, Adam, there's no real major holidays between now and mania. So you got Valentine's <laughs> day. Yeah. That's not a get together holiday. Oh man. It's not a family coming together holiday. Yeah. But Ray could be at the movie theater with the wife. They look all of a sudden someone's making real loud noises in the back row. Cape fear style. Yeah. <laughs> It's Rhea. <laughs> Book it. I love that. All right. That's such good shit, pal. <laughs> also on SmackDown, um, oh, Ricochet and Braun Strowman defeated Imperium, so I guess they get the next crack tag titles. So that's probably going to be Elimination Chamber? Maybe. Um, there was that's a, like next week. There was an awesome spot, though, where... Ricochet stood on the shoulders yes. of Braun and then did like a send. That was pretty cool. It was pretty dope. Um, the 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 bloodline shit, you know, even like the backstage area where Roman's like, you talk to your brother? No, you say I haven't heard from him. And like, yeah, he's off the map. That no one shit's can find great. Um, Solo, gonna who's ask usually. You again. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to tell you again. I ain't heard from him. Go find him. Solo, who's normally like a statue, looks shook. Like maybe he knows something. Maybe he does. I don't know. I like that. Um, and then Sammy showed up at the end. Oh, I loved that. So it it didn't go well for Sammy Zayn. He got his ass kicked after jumping Roman. Huge pop when he got in the ring though. Yeah. It was and cool. that match is going to take place in Montreal. Yeah, man. Um, I don't see Sammy Zayn winning the championship. That's for sure. But no. I I hope that there's just one more chapter to the story. I guess. Yeah. Keep adding to it. I'm look that look, and I like the new chamber matches. Or, you know that it's not. That now we have the U.S. title. Like I, I don't know that it's shaping up to be a good pay per view. Yeah, even I'm though down. it's next weekend, a week from this weekend or something like that. It's good with me, man. I got nothing going on. <laughs> no, I don't either. It's February in Wisconsin. Yeah, and it could be snow blowing. I could be sun tanning. Yeah, I, I don't know. Saw a guy running with no shirt on today. Fuck yeah, you did. Thirty four degrees. Yeah. <laughs> um, I did watch Vengeance Day. Like I said. Pretty, oh, was that good? Pretty solid show. Um. You should go out of your way to watch the opener, which was Wes Lee versus Diamond Dijakovic or whatever. I, heard, I have really seen people good. online saying that was really good. Um, Dijak broke his finger at the very end, like the very end of the match, the last spot he breaks it, and he's like holding his hand up, and it's just fucking his middle Ugh. finger just turned. Um, that was good. The Carmelo Hayes versus Apollo Cruz, they really made Carmelo look strong. He won. It was a two out of three falls. He won the first two. Okay, which, which that, I like. There you and go. He Never showed up. Um, Grayson Waller kind of got fucked over. I really like that dude, and I thought he might be the one to unseat Braun Breaker. Mm. Um, they made it a cage match, and then like right at the last, I think on the pre-show is when they said, um, "No escape. You cannot win by escape. It's got to be pinfall or submission." Oh, interesting. And I think that was done just so that Grayson Waller has one more bitch because it seems like every time. 
he loses, he has a reason. Okay. So and they might bring you back. Yeah, there was a pretty killer like superplex off the cage. It was, Ooh, you know, it, was right. it was a good man. It was a good show. And then um both tag titles switched hands. Um, I can't remember the name of the team of the gals that won them, but they took them off that Caden Carter and Casey Cantanzaro or whatever that have yep. had it for a long time. Yep. And then Gallus won the tight job. Uh, what's his name? Coffee. And I can't remember the other guy's name, but they, they took the, the men's titles off the new day. Oh, that's right. They had, them. yeah, but no, it was, a, it was a fun show. And then the, the, the big thing that happened last night was the toxic that. attraction. Bailey showed up to do her her ding dong hello segment, which yes. I don't know. If, is this the first time they've done that in NXT or ever? Does oh, she no, she's had that before. Where she has a door and shit. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, they actually like knock on the door and she like lets them in. <laughs> yeah, she's like thank it, you for respecting and using <laughs> the door. But yeah, they totally threw back to the whole rockers thing. Yeah, the she, like the oh, the one girl's even wearing the jacket, the leather jacket. Yes. Like it was, it was, it, and that kick to Gigi, dude. When she was down, yes, yeah, landed. Oh yeah, <laughs> that was, she was like propped up against the door. Yes. Oh god, yeah, it was brutal. But yeah, what a great, uh, what a great um, throwback homage. Yeah, it was fun. Um, yeah, I can't wait uh, to see where that goes. I love me some Gigi Dolan. You guys know that. I'm excited to watch uh, Dynamite tonight. Excited for this Bloodline storyline. There's a lot of good stuff. We're on the roads to WrestleMania. Ooh, I think we go out on that, Adam. Survey says. Another one for the good guys. Reach for the sky, boy. 